0: Let me down. <laughs> Let me down, will you? she <laughs> There we are. Bad men stole the suitcase, and he wants it back. Me. That's my suitcase. Here now, what do you do with that? Don't do that. No. Adventures of John Smith in Has Anybody Seen My Pants? (laughs) It's 7 o'clock on the West Coast, 10 a.m. on the East Coast, 3 p.m. in London, 12 midnight in New South Wales, and in Malaysia, it's 1967. I'm Jay Sheldon. And I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> that was an actual movie. I don't know anything about it. I've never seen it. I just dropped everything on the floor, but that's okay. Um, it's, it looks like it's from the 70s, maybe, based on what I see. And uh, <laughs> it's called Has Anybody Seen My Pants? So there you go. That's um, somebody sent me that in an email. Well, sent me the link to a YouTube, uh, <laughs> a YouTube link. And thank you for that. Uh, Teddy sent that to me uh, in an email. Uh, no pants at Jsheldon.com if you want to send me stuff. Um, and I, I almost fell off the chair laughing when I saw that. It was like, oh, my, I've got to open the show with this. There's actually more to the trailer. It's funny. You've got to check it out. Um, go to YouTube and search, Has Anybody Seen My Pants? It'll come up. You can watch the whole thing. It's about two and a half minutes long. It is funny as hell. <clears throat> yeah, anyway, so uh, when I saw that, I thought, okay, I got the opening to my show for my next stream. This is episode 60. We've done 60 of these bad boys. And by the way, just uh, to start off, uh this is the last day of ramadan uh the azan went off about 20 after 7 here around my place and that is the final uh puasa, and ramadan is over or will be and tomorrow is the first day of hari raya so salamat hari raya Aidilfitri, fitri maaf sahir dambatin and one of the cool things That they say, at least here in Malaysia, I don't know about other places, probably just here, is kosong kosong, which kind of means we're even. Uh, I forgive you, you forgive me, kosong is zero. So, zero, zero, the score is back to zero, zero, kosong kosong. It's a cool thing. There's a few cool things, a lot of cool things that uh, that we do here in Malaysia, including while nobody shakes hands anymore, which is sad. Uh, there's nothing like a good, strong, firm handshake to seal a deal, to meet friends. Um, But when we shake hands in Malaysia, when you let go of your grip, you bring your hand to your heart, which is a, a very cool thing. I love that, like you're... you're saying, you know, the love, the love. That's very nice. That's something that we should get back to doing, and hopefully we will soon. Um, Yeah, wow. Uh, Last stream, again, apologies. I did record it, and we uploaded a fresh, clean, uninterrupted copy to Facebook and to YouTube, so you can still see last stream. Twitch does not let me do that. I'm not a partner. I'm not an affiliate. I don't want to get involved in their exclusivity deals uh so i'm, I'm not I take I'm, i qualify for like an affiliate but i don't want it because all my uh, content has to only be on twitch which is a ridiculous stupid ass rule they have for being an affiliate so what's the benefit um Anyway, so, uh, wherever you are are viewing us around the world, we are live on Facebook, I'm Not Wearing Pants, YouTube, the Jay Sheldon channel, and Twitch.tv, Jay Sheldon, no pants. Um, Miko is with me. I don't want to bring her up on my lap tonight, but she's a bit beside herself. What I started to say about this being Hari Raya, or just about to be Hari Raya tomorrow, um, this is there, you see? You're going to hear a lot of that. Um... There's a lot of fireworks going off and as you know if you've watched the stream more than once uh, Miko is very bothered by the fireworks By the way, if you're new to the stream Miko is my Shiba Inu dog and she is right down here beside me and the fireworks didn't used to but now they bug the hell out of her She's scared out of her pants if she were wearing any Um. By the way My studio tonight looks so bright. This is so different. It's actually green for Hari Raya. And I put all the lights on green. But the camera is not picking it up as green. I mean, you can see a little bit of tint of green. But that bulb in the back, that is pure deep green. And this LED light on the pole is also Pure green. When I look at it, just my eyes, the camera's not picking it up. I don't know why. So for once, you get to actually see what the studio looks like without all the LED RGB lighting. It's actually very green, and I did that on purpose because of Hari Raya. The green is an Islamic color. Of, you see it a lot, especially around this time of year but anyway it's not coming out that way so just in in your head use your imagination be in never never land and imagine that all of this is green see like the plants it's all green everything except me is green (laughs) i don't know i'm losing it i swear this is wednesday it is wednesday isn't it the 12th day of may may is almost half over what happened where did May go? Unbelievable. May is uh, yeah, May's half over. And this is a long month, too. Um in the US, of course, what do we have in May? We have Mother's Day, which just went by. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there and mom wannabes or birthing per- persons, as the idiots say. Um <laughs> yeah. Uh and we've got a lot going on. Um I am I'm not going to I'm not going to pick a side, but I do want to mention this because it is all over the news. It is all over my Facebook feed, and I'll tell you, I have friends, a lot of friends uh, on Facebook back in the U.S. I have even more friends here in Malaysia. Uh, The U.S., of course, uh, we're going to talk about the very briefly – about the Israel-Palestine things that are going on right now. And no, I'm not going to give you my own personal opinion. I will keep that to myself because I'm not going to get involved. Um, And I want to keep it fairly above board. Luna Amethyst, hey, good to see you. Welcome again. Welcome back. Um, But what I found was interesting about this whole Israel-Palestine support Israel, support Palestine, is... Because I have this variety of friends, and here in Malaysia, of course, uh, they're very much pro-Palestinian. In the U.S., big backer of Israel, of course. But my timeline on Facebook is filled with an even amount of support for both sides. This uh, this um, showed up Let me just do a quick little pull in here. There we go. Uh, This from a friend of mine uh, in the U.S. More than 100 rockets that were fired uh, towards Israel. Uh, That was yesterday at about 2 o'clock in the morning, our time. You will see, I don't know if you're actually hearing this or not. I can hear this in my headphones. The sirens going off, all the rockets being shot up here. Headed towards Israel. Quite scary stuff. All right, so there's that. Um, Oh, I know why, because it's it's playing through Facebook. All right, and then within two or three posts down is this Shame on Israel. Um, Again, Posted by someone here in Malaysia. So, again, I'm not taking sides. I'm not telling you support this, support that. Who do you believe? What stories are true? Who's killing who? We ought to all just stop killing each other, period. Full stop, whatever side you're on, okay? But what to me was fascinating is that because I have a variety of friends on both sides of that we have dumped again. Again, if this happens, apologies. I'll tell you what. Right now, I'm going to officially start recording because the stream was solid, everything was fine. But for some reason, it's all gone wonky again. Okay, I'm back live on YouTube, but I have a feeling that Twitch has died. So we'll see if we can come back. Okay, yeah, we seem to be back on Twitch. Facebook, I can only hope. I can't really monitor that right now, so we'll see. But, um, yeah, there's something else going on with the bitrate stream, stream health. Mm, I don't know why. Um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> it keeps dumping. I can't stand it anymore all right i don't know do your best hang with us look i am recording this so if it happens again sorry it happened again doing the best i can but um we'll see what happens um (laughs) oh my all right we're back on twitch we're back but really scattered on uh on youtube I have no idea what's going on. All right. Um back to real life. What else is going on? Oh yeah, gas shortage. How you doing in the US? Um CNN is uh, is talking about well, I don't know. They're probably denying there's a gas shortage and people are hoarding gas. Uh, by the way, if you're in Malaysia, what we call petrol they call gas. It's gasoline, what we here in Malaysia refer to as petrol, and I think probably in the UK too. But in America, it's called gasoline uh, or gas. Nobody calls it petrol there. Um, so yeah, you uh, you wind up with things like this um, when the fear of a gas shortage causes a gas shortage. Duh. Congratulations, you just played yourself, moron. Yeah, when the fear of a gas shortage causes a gas shortage. And, of course, they're doing everything they can to try and, you know, pump this. Uh, I have a feeling maybe the virus is becoming less of an issue, so they need the next thing to make everybody afraid of. Um, So, indeed, people are hoarding gas, and it's... uh, It's kind of scary. This, I actually titled the stream this tonight because this is the most fascinating thing. This talks about, remember I said on the Palestine-Israel thing, I said we ought to all just stop killing each other? Hmm. Well, this this goes a long way to exactly that. Um, How we really all ought to just stop killing each other. Um, Hang on one second. I'll get back to it. Okay. Here's the story. Uh, The great picture that goes along with this. If it's too small, I'll read it for you. Don't worry. If you put red ants and black ants in a jar, at first, nothing will happen. But if you violently shake the jar and dump the ants back on the ground, the ants will fight until they all kill each other. The black ants think the red ants did it. and vice-versa when in reality the real enemy is the guy who shook the jar when they're just in the jar nothing's going on nothing happens when you shake the jar and dump it out they'll all kill each other because the red ants blame the black ants the black ants blame the red ants and like it said the reality is the enemy is the person who shook the jar And that is a lot of what's happening in our society today. Left versus right, black versus white, pro mask, anti mask, pro vaccine, anti vax. What we ought to be asking is who's shaking the jar and why? Think about that. Don't let people shake your jar. Don't let people shake your jar, okay? All right, Uh, I like that, it's good advice. Mm, We've got uh, one or two more things here to go on, and um, I am just so nervous about the stream dumping again, so I'm sorry, I'm just kind of monitoring as we go here, just to check, bear with me, okay? Little patience, you know me, All right, I got one more, one more. One more. How's Miko? Miko, you doing okay? You all right, buddy? Yeah, she's breathing heavy, but she's okay. Okay, I got a view on aging. Dennis... My dear friend, Dennis Andrews, who always posts the coolest crap on Facebook. I often use a lot of the stuff that he posts on here because I just absolutely love the things. I'm going to put it up here on the side. You probably can't read it. Don't worry. I'll read it for you. But it's a rather interesting new view on aging. And of course, that instantly gets my attention because I'm like 152 years old. So as I get older, things about aging... While I try to ignore them, I can't. So, a new view about aging. Listen up. The inventor of the treadmill died at the age of 54. The inventor of gymnastics died at the age of 57. The world bodybuilding champion died at the age of 41. And the best footballer in the world, Maradona, died at the age of 60. You got that? Okay. Now there's this. The inventor of KFC died at 94. The inventor of Nutella brand died at the age of 88. Cigarette maker Winston died at a 102. The inventor of opium died at the age of 116, and that was from an earthquake. Hennessy Cognac inventor died at 98 years old. So, where do we come to the conclusion that exercise prolongs life? The rabbit is always jumping. It lives for two years. The turtle that doesn't exercise really at all lives some 400 years. So, have a drink, light them up, and take a nap. (laughs) Oh man, how's that for some advice? (laughs) Have a drink, light them up, and take a nap well why not (laughs) oh man all right Miko's still chilling and while Miko is chilling I want to share one more thing with you do you have cats I used to have cats I've had a number of cats in my lifetime Um, (laughs) big cats small cats no purebred cats they were always just strays Um, but I found this and this is amazing This couple is from Australia. And it is Steffi Hurst and her kitty, Omar. Omar is 22 pounds. Oh, he was 22 pounds at one year old. And he is now 30 pounds. And his length... You're not going to believe this. 3.88 feet. Look at this cat. This is a real cat. This is unbelievable. Let me just stretch that even bigger. There we go. Look at that. 3.88 feet. There's a counter, a normal height counter. There's the cat from the floor up. This is incredible. It is actually in the Guinness Book of Records. Let me scroll down here. The Guinness Book of Records, the previous title belonged to UK-based Maine Coon. Oh, sorry. He was 3.88 feet. This guy, Omar, is 3.93 feet and weighs 30.86 pounds. That is a world record cat. Look at that. The size of the the cat's head is as big as her head. This is insane. Look at look at the size of the cat's head. Look at the size of her head. She's like longer than half of this woman's body, the owner's body. That is insane. It's absolutely crazy. Whoops. <laughs> there. I just checked the stream live, so you'll see that I'm out there. Oh man, unbelievable unbelievable cat that's got to be that's over a meter it's over a meter long (laughs) that's insane all right what more I know what more I need some coffee tomorrow's Hari Raya Hari Raya Fitri. and um, oh by the way uh, thank you to those of you who took my advice from our last stream and popped over to the Urban Jungle Food Facebook page. We got a ton new likes, uh, hopefully... That was you, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the likes. And we just did a premiere this morning, our time in Malaysia, about 10.30, of a Hari Raya special with our host Zed and his mom, his ibu. So uh, Zed and his mom made this delicious-looking rendang. Ingredients came right out of her backyard garden, which is amazing. There's some shots of the garden in there. So if you are so inclined, you want to see it. Now, it's in Malay. I will have the English subtitles put up. I know a lot of you are not in Malaysia. Um, it's in Bahasa, Melayu, but um, check it out. It's a great show, cool show. Zed and his mom did a great job, and it's our Hari Raya special on Urban Jungle Food on Facebook. You check that out. Uh, all right, folks, we're going to move on into the wonderful world of Peter Pan. So, we left off at a really exciting part the last time. Oh, by the way, I found that The Little Prince is in the public domain. Yes! And I will be reading The Little Prince as soon as we're done with Peter Pan. So, stay tuned for that. We are about halfway through Peter Pan, by the way. And when we last left them, they were... Peter and Hook were face-to-face on the rock couldn't see each other until they raised their heads and their faces were almost touching we're going to continue on with what happens to find out when hook and peter meet face to face some of the greatest heroes have confessed that just before they fell they had a sinking Had it been so with Peter that at that moment I would admit it. After all, he was the only man that the sea cook had feared. But Peter had no sinking. He had only one feeling. Gladness. And he gnashed his pretty teeth with joy. Quick as though he snatched a knife from Hook's belt and was about to drive it home when he saw that he was higher up the rock than his foe. It would not have been fighting fair, and he gave the pirate a hand to help him up. It was then that Hook bit him. Not the pain of this, but its unfairness is what dazed Peter. It made him quite helpless. He could only stare horrified every child is affected thus the first time he's treated unfairly all he thinks he has a right to when he comes to you to be yours is fairness after you have been unfair to him he will love you again but he will never afterwards be quite the same boy no one ever gets over the first unfairness no one except Peter. He often met it, but he always forgot it. I suppose that was the real difference between him and all the rest. So when he met it now, it was like the first time, and he could just stare, helpless. Twas the iron hand that clawed him. A few moments afterwards, the other boys saw Hook in the water, striking wildly for the ship. No elation on the pestilent face now, only white fear, for the crocodile was in dogged pursuit of him. On ordinary occasions, the boys would have swum alongside, cheering, but now they were uneasy, for they'd lost both Peter and wendy and were scouring the lagoon for them calling them by name they found the dinghy and went home in it shouting peter wendy as they went but no answer came save mocking laughter from the mermaids they must be swimming back or flying the boys concluded they were not very anxious because they had such faith in peter They chuckled boy-like because they would be late for bed, and it was all Mother Wendy's fault. When their voices died away, there came cold silence over the lagoon, and then a feeble cry. Help! Help! Two small figures were beating against the rock, The girl had fainted and lay on the boy's arm. With a last effort, Peter pulled her up the rock and then lay down beside her. Even as he also fainted, he saw that the water was rising. He knew they would soon be drowned, but he could do no more. As he lay side by side, a mermaid caught Wendy by the feet and began pulling her softly into the water. Peter, feeling her slip from him, woke with a start and was just in time to draw her back. But he had to tell her the truth. We're on the rock, Wendy, he said, but it's growing smaller. Soon the water will be all over it. She did not understand even now. We must go, she said, almost brightly. Yes, he answered faintly. Shall we swim or fly, Peter? He had to tell her. Do you think you could swim or fly as far as the island, Wendy, without my help? She had to admit that she was too tired. He moaned. What is it? She asked, anxious about him at once. I can't help you, Wendy. Hook wounded me. I can neither fly nor swim. Do you mean we shall both be drowned? Look how the water is rising. They put their hands over their eyes to shut out the sight they thought they would soon be no more. And as they sat, thus something brushed against Peter as light as a kiss and stayed there, as if saying timidly, Can I be of any use? It was the tail of a kite which Michael had made some days before. It had torn itself out of his hand and floated away. Michael's kite said without interest, Peter. But next moment, he seized the tail and was pulling the kite towards him. It lifted Michael off the ground, he cried. Why should it not carry you? Both of us. It can't lift, too. Michael and Curly tried. Let us draw lots, Wendy said bravely. And you, a lady? Never. Already he tied the tail around her; she clung to him, she refused to go without him, but with a good-bye Wendy, he pushed her from the rock, and a few minutes later she was borne out of his sight, and Peter was alone in the lagoon. The rock was very small now; soon it would be submerged. Pale rays of light tiptoed across the waters, and by and by there was to be heard a sound, at once the most musical and the most melancholy in the whole world, the mermaids calling to the moon. Peter was not quite like other boys, but he was afraid at last. A tremor ran through him, like a shudder passing over the sea. But on the sea, one shudder follows another, till there are hundreds of them, and Peter felt just the one. Next moment, he was standing erect on the rock again, with that smile on his face, and a drum beating within him. It was saying, To die will be an awfully big adventure. And that's the end of chapter eight. Chapter nine, we will do on our next stream. It is called The Neverbird. We'll see whether Peter survives the rock. I have a feeling he will. How he will? Mm, Don't know that. But we'll see. (laughs) It is, after all, the story of Peter and Wendy, and we're only about halfway through the book, so I kind of have a feeling Peter will make it off the rock. We'll find out how. Okay, guys, um, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, we got a semi-interrupted stream, and I'm sorry about that. Again, don't know why it keeps coming and going, but uh for some reason it's back now. So uh we will uh we'll we'll try it again. Um I don't think I'll need to use this recording, but just in case it's there if I have to. Thank you for joining wherever you may be. I'm not wearing pants. That's our page on Facebook, J Sheldon's YouTube channel, and twitch.tv slash jay sheldon no pants you want to write me send me something i just used something tonight that uh, a good friend teddy sent thank you for that hat tip to you uh, and that great film uh, where has anybody seen my pants we opened the show with it you got to check it out all right guys that's gonna do it uh i am uh, gonna wish you all a very uh good raya it all begins tomorrow first day and uh, so from all of us here salamat hari raya Idul Fitri, maaf sahir dan batin. Namasaya J. Sheldon, dan aku tiada seluwa. Good night.